Done that, right? Okay, we're holding the Erevin that finds Chesmerov at the top. We finished off yesterday. Last, the last line of the Amud, Bamar of Nachman, Amar of Ravur. Ramiro is speaking about <clears throat> if you have a wall in between, in between two different um, courtyards. Um, so the wall, the question is if the wall is able, is able to connect both courtyards together and therefore they only need one Eruv and they could join together or um, they're going to have to, the wall will separate and if the wall separates both courtyards, they're going to have to make two separate Eruvs for each courtyard, and then it wouldn't be able to carry between one courtyard and another. So yes, Sorry, what's your daf, is it? Daf Ein Ches, um, Ein Ches Amid Beis. Amid Aleph, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Ein Ches Amid Aleph. So we finished off yesterday, the last line, and I'm Zayman Amid Beis, Amar Ab Nachman, Amar Ab Barabu. Yeah, so the Gemara says like this: Amar Nachman, Amar Rabbi Nachman said in the name of Rabbi He said like this: Ziz Hayetzim Lakes. If you have a block, if you have a beam coming out of a wall, so you have a wall standing straight, and you have a beam which is coming out. Um, Arba Al Arba. This beam is four by four tefachim wide. Viniach Alav Sulam. And on top of the beam, <clears throat> you put a ladder on top. So that counts the wall less than 10 tfachim because you're able to go on the beam and then go on the ladder and climb over the wall easily. And therefore, um, the wall is not counted as a, as a separation. And it's counted as both fields, both chatseris uh, are connected to each other. Says the Gemara further, we only said this day in Allah, the Eusri Aleh. That you put the um, the the ladder on the beam. If you have a beam coming out the wall, and then you have a ladder next to it, it's not actually on the beam. So then, so you only made it's as if you made the beam bigger, and you didn't. Uh, it's as if you made the beam bigger, and it doesn't count as a separation. Um, it doesn't count as making the wall smaller halachically, um, because over here the ladder isn't on top of the beam. So therefore, we count as the ladder separated from the beam, and therefore it's counted as if you have two beams next to each other, which doesn't make it um, any easier. Um, I have a picture over here. Um, let's just see if we can figure this out. So um, you can see over here you have a ladder, and next to the ladder you have a piece sticking out the wall. So if the ladder is sticking out is sticking out next of the wall next to the beam, it is next to the beam, so then it doesn't work. Only if the ladder is actually on top of the beam. That's one kit, one sack we bought from Rav Nachman. Another sack we bring it from Rav Nachman is another case scenario we're bringing um, from Rav from Rav Nachman. If you have a wall which is nineteen tefachim tall, so in order to make the wall um halakhically counted as a lower a lower wall so therefore you're connecting both fields it's on you don't need to have two beams in the middle of the wall you just can have one beam coming out the wall and then it's halakhically counted as if the wall is um reachable or accessible because since it's only 19 
So you have a beam in the middle, you have to climb in the beam, then climb over the wall. But if it's Kaisal Esrim, if the Kaisal, if the wall is 20 Tvachim tall, so now it's counted as if it's two times 10 Tvachim, which is counted as two walls. So it's not a it doesn't help if you have one beam sticking out. You now would need, you would require to have two beams sticking out the wall, meaning one um, probably uh, five Tvachim down and another one uh, 15 Tvachim down. In order to make the wall accessible, because they'll actually count it as if the wall is double sized. And if it's double sized, it's going to need two beams to make it accessible to climb over. And obviously, the Gemara states the obvious, but you're seeking out over here, you stuck the beams not one on top of each other because you want to make it accessible, right? So if you have a wall standing straight and you have a beam coming out like this, and right under it, you have another beam. That's basically useless because you can't climb from one beam to the other. But if you have a beam over here on the right side of the wall and on the left side of the wall, <clears throat> you stick a beam. So then you'll be able to jump from one beam to the other. And therefore, um, the wall will be accessible to go over easily. And that would count as a connection between both sides of um, the field, both, both courtyards. Now we're going to bring, um, yeah, basically the whole arm is going through different types of scenarios of uh, of the requirements of connecting both um, fields together. So the Marbing is another example. Amr of Huna, of Huna said like this, if you have a beam, if you have a, a, a pole in, in, in the Shusarabim, which is 10 Tfachim tall, and it's 4 Tfachim wide, right? So now we're speaking about, we're not speaking, we, we're diverting a bit to, um, <clears throat> from the laws of Eruf to the laws of um, carrying on Shabbos. So we know on Shabbos, I think we, you, you learned Shabbos already, that in order halachically for Shusayachid is counted as something which is 10 Tfachim tall and 4 Tfachim wide. That's like the, the requirement of Shusayachid. What if I have a beam in Shusayachid, I have a beam in Shusayachid, and um, I want to, it's, 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 it's 4 Tfachim wide and 10 Tfachim tall, so now it has halachically requires as a Shusayachid, and I want to make it, I want to make it part of um, the normal road. I want to get rid of its status as a Shosayachid. So what do I do? So Rafuna says like this, Amr Rafuna, Amud Rishosarabim, Gawayasar, if you have a pole, if you have a beam in a Shosarabim, which is 10 Fachim tall, the Rachel Arban is 4 Fachim wide, the Nods Bey Yasid Kol And in middle of the beam, let's say, we're going to speak, speak about exact measurement soon, but let's say 5 Fachim into the beam, I put a, um, a stick sticking out the beam. Even a, a small, a small nail, a small stick sticking out the beam, Miate, I make it's as if I split the beam into two, and therefore the the beam now loses its status as a Yushosayach. Because now it's as if I cut the, the thing into two and I put something in the, in the middle. And since I put something in the middle, so I'm able, it's as if I look at it as a as it's less than 10 tfachim. The wall only starts from the beam up. The wall doesn't start from the bottom of the floor. Now, Adab Arava makes a condition. It says it's true that if you stick a beam, if you stick a, a nail or something inside the wall, inside the, the, the beam, in, the beam which is a Shosayachid, then it's going to get rid of its status as a Shosayachid. There's one condition. This, this nail you put in has to be more than three Tfachim. It has to be more than three Tfachim above the ground. Because we have a rule that anything which is three Tfachim, less than three Tfachim above the ground, is lovely. Yeah, we learned it in Sefer Sukkah, and we learned it over here. We had it in Avon a few times. That the din of love is something which is less than three tfachim <clears throat> above the ground is halachically as counted as part of the ground. And therefore, if you if you're going to have this wall 
over here and, and you're going to stick, let's say, walls like this and you're going to stick um, a beam three tfachim close to the ground. So um, it would, we're going to look at, a, look, look at as if the beam is still connected to the ground and therefore it, it doesn't count. But, but I, if I stick a beam in the middle of the, of the wall, so I say that the wall starts from the, the nail or the beam up and therefore it's as if I have a wall only a five tfachim and not of ten tfachim tall and therefore the halachic status of Rishusayach, it goes away. That's one opinion. Another opinion is Abai Virava. That was Rav Adabar Av's opinion. Rav Adabar Av's opinion was, yes. Rav Adabar Av's opinion was that um, it has to be more than three tefachim from the ground. Abai Virava, Abai Virava argue, and they say the Amritavayu. They both say Af Alpi Sheim Gavoya Shleisha. Even though, in <clears throat> I'm gonna stick a nail. I'm gonna stick something sticking out of the wall. Even if it's less than three tfachim from the ground, it's still kosher. Why would it still be kosher? In other words, why would it, why why wouldn't we say lavud? Why wouldn't we say that it's still connected to the ground? My timer. What's the reason? So we say that the reason is because lay mishtamish lay because <coughs> even though this didn't have lavud, but in our case, the laws of Rosh Hashanah go according to the usage, the usage of the of the wall. So let's say this this is my this I have a wall over here. Um, the wall is 10 tfachim tall, so therefore, the, the, and it's 4 tfachim wide. So this would halachically re- require it to be a Rosh So I want to make this, I want to get rid of the status of Rosh So in other words, I basically have to chop the wall into two to make it less than 10 tfachim tall. So what do, what do I do? I stick a beam or a nail. Let's say, I stick this um, 3 tfachim from the bottom of the wall. So uh, the, from, from the floor. So... Abai, Rabbi, and both, both say, even though we have binim of Lavud, but in our case, no one is going to use under the under these three tfachim, no one is going to use because it's so close to the ground and it's covered by a beam, so you're not going to use those things, the, 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 that part of the wall. So, halakhically, the part of the wall which is going to be used is only going to be from seven tfachim up. So, since it's only from seven tfachim up, then we count the wall as only a wall which is seven tfachim tall because there's a, a nail sticking out which stops you using the bottom half of the wall, and therefore. The wall, um, it's halakhically, uh, if we look at it as if it's only seven tfachim tall, and seven tfachim isn't a good requirement for Rishasayachid, so therefore this will not be Rishasayachid, and you will not be chayed if you carry from it or, or to it on Shabbos. That was the second opinion. Again, the first opinion was that Adam's opinion says that the nail that you stick out on the wall has to be above three, because then it's going to be connected to the ground. Abai Rav's opinion is even if it's next three tfachim close to the ground, it's still going to be kosher because. At the end of the day, you're not using the rest. Of the, you're not using that part of the wall. And now we're gonna have a third opinion. Ravashi Ravashi says, even something <coughs> which is more than three tfachim above, um, above from the ground, still doesn't work. Why? My time. It still does not work. So he doesn't. He says not. Not like we said before. They said before that if you Ravada said if you stick a, a beam out of the out of the wall, then it's gonna it's gonna make the wall smaller. But if Ashley says no, no, that doesn't help. My time, oh, because after the Taliban media, if you're gonna stick, um, if you're gonna have a wall ten fucking tall, and you're gonna stick a nail or a beam sticking out of the wall, you can still use that part of the wall. You can still hang hang clothes from it and other stuff. So the wall is still usable as a So therefore, it doesn't get rid of the status uh, the status of Rishasayachid, and therefore. It, You'll still be high to carry from it on chats. So now the Gemara is going to go into the, the explanation 
of the opinion of Ravashi, which Ravashi basically argues with um, the opinions we said before, that it doesn't help sticking out a beam in the middle of the wall because you can still use that beam as um, part of the wall. Amalei Rav Acha, Berei the Rava, Rav Ashi. Rav Acha, the son of Rava, told Rav Ashi, Milei Kulei Bisedes. If I have a wall, so now we're going back to the <coughs> the dinim of Erev. He's going to ask a question from dinim of Erev to the dinim of Roshasayach. And if I have a wall, um, whoops, sorry, if I have a wall which is um, between two fields, and um, let's say it's my wall between two fields, and in order to make it accessible. It's less than 10 fachim, and um, I, I could just climb over. And since I could, I could climb over, it's still counted as, um, as a connection. So what is the din? If I fill the whole top of the wall with beams. So now I'm not able to physically go and climb over the wall because there's beams bucking it, and the beams I'm comfortable to go. Uh, I can't climb over the beams. So even though the wall is actually um, halakhically the size, but I put the uh, stuff on top, so it's not, I can't climb over the wall. So what Maha, what's the din? So Ravashi answered him, Amar Lesa, Ravashi answered him, Did you not hear what Rabbi Echanan said, meaning the famous din of Rabbi Echanan? What is din of Rabbi Echanan? Din of Rabbi Echanan is like this. If you have a pit, if you have a ditch, a ditch in the ground, so the, the same thing, um, you can have a Roshosayachid overground, which is a, a, a wall, a, a, a wall which is four tefachim wide and ten tefachim tall. You can also have a Roshosayachid, which is underground, right? Because if you have a pit, which is ten tefachim deep um, and four tefachim wide, that's also counted as a Roshosayachid halachically. So what if I have a pit, which is seven tefachim tall, seven tefachim deep? The problem is, um, it's not it's not a Roshosayachid yet because it's only seven tefachim. But on the outside, in those days, uh, you can still, still have an alleys and do roadworks. So the way they used to dig was they used to um they used to the 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 mud or the dirt that they used to dig up from from to, for the hole of the pit they used to make and they used to put it around the pit around the the, the surface of the pit to make it like a a, a border for the pit or like a, a shield for the pit so the din is um if you have um a pit which is seven fucking deep let's say um, but I, I piled up the mud, which I dug from the pit, on the outside of the pit, which is three tfachim. So together with the outside of the pit, together with the surface of the pit, I'm going to have ten tfachim. So the din is, so I, the din is that I don't look at this pit as a pit of, ten, of seven tfachim anymore. I count the depth of the pit and the surface of the pit together. And now I have a pit, which is ten tfachim deep, even though the pit, the pit actually is only seven tfachim deep. But since the surface of the, the surface of the pit is ten tefachim, is three tefachim tall, so halakhically that counts as a shosayachid, and therefore it would count um, as you'll be chayav on Shabbos. So let's just see that again. Did you not hear what Rabbi Yechonon said? If you have a pit and the surface mitzdarif lasar or the pit and the surface or the well and the surface are mitzdarif are conjoined and joined up together to make the shear of ten tefachim. So the question is, why does why does that then apply? All these um, you can use you can use the full usage of the of the of the of the full depth of the pit because um, you can use the full usage of the full depth of the pit because the pit is only seven tefachim tall and the surface is three tefachim wide, but you don't use the whole surface because um, the depth of the pit is uh, is hollow, so you can't stick it. You can't you can't do anything over there. 
So why is it counted as part of a part of Shusarab? If you have a beam which is 10 fucking tall in Shusarab, so I can use it to hang things on. But if you have a pit which is, this is hollow, so why, how can I use it? I can't use the inside. Hello, my what are you gonna tell me? My what are you gonna tell me? The manach midi that you're able to use it if you're gonna stick something in the pit, you're gonna stick a nail in the pit, or you're gonna stick um, a board in the pit that uh, um on, on the surface of the pit, you're able to hang stuff from hang stuff from it, and you're able to um to uh, to store stuff over there. So even though the pit right now is not usable, but if you're gonna put something over there, so it's gonna be usable. So Ravash is bringing that din back to the din of Erevin. Hachanami, back to the din of, 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 a, board, of a, uh, um, a board or a, a, um, a, a, a beam in a shosara, in a shosara, in a shosara, in a beam which is a tenth fucking tool. Hachanami, the manach medium mishtamish. So too over here. In our case, when a person has a wall which is tenth fucking tall, right? So even though the, Ten fucking, even though the the, ten, the wall is ten fucking tall, and he's gonna put he's gonna put like a beam or something which is in the middle of the in middle of the wall, so that you're gonna tell me that the wall should only start from where where you put the beam because under it you can't you can't use. So the Rashi says we see from this case of the well that even though you can't use something, but if you're gonna put something over there and you could use it, meaning you're gonna you could use it for a hook or whatever it is, that becomes part of the wall. And since it becomes part of the wall, so it doesn't count halakhically enough. Um, that would not count. Um account for you to make the wall smaller and it will still be as a shusayach. Now the Gemara is going to bring another going back to Antona. We got a bit carried away speaking about shusayach. Now the Gemara is going back to Erevin applying these rules to Erevin. Applying these rules to a wall between two types of fields. Amar Rav Yehuda Amar Shemur. Rav Yehuda the name of Shemur. Kaisal Asar. If you have a wall which is 10 tvachim tall in order to make the wall accessible, it doesn't help if you have a ladder which is going to be 10 fucking tall. Why? Because if you're going to have a ladder, let's say this is our ladder over here, if you're going to have a ladder which is right next to 10 fucking, you're going to stick it right adjacent to the wall. So it's not comfortable to climb a ladder which is um, which is straight. So the Behuda says the ladder has to be at least 14 fucking. Why does that ladder have to be 14 fucking? Because if the ladder is 14 fucking, I can put the ladder slanty. And if I put the ladder slanty, it's comfortable to climb over the wall, and then I can go to the other side. And only that would count. That's one opinion. Another opinion is, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, I feel a shleisha asar It doesn't have to be 14 tfachim tall. Even 13 tfachim is still halakhically enough for you. Yes, the ladder is going to be less, um, less slanty. It's going to be a bit more straight. But 13 tfachim is enough. Amr Abai, Abai said, I feel ha'achad asar Even 11 tfachim is enough. Because at the 11th at the end of the day, it's still going to be a bit slanty. So all these opinions hold that in order to a halachic requirement of a ladder by the wall has to be a slanty ladder, which is comfortable to go on. The son of Yeshua argues with all these opinions and says, even if a ladder is seven tfachim tall, meaning it doesn't even reach the top of the wall, it's still kosher. Why? Because Ravuna argues with opinions. So before Ravuna says that who said that it has to be easy access, easy access to go over the wall. Even if the ladder is seven fucking tall, you're still able to climb up the ladder and climb over the wall. It doesn't matter. It's not going to be so comfortable, but it's still accessible. And since it's still accessible, so therefore it's not actually kosher. As opposed to opinions we said before, they say that the wall has to be easily accessible. Omar, Rav, 
Rav Gmar brings another din um, regarding ladders. Amar Rav, Rav said like this, Sulam, Zakuf, Mamait. my time. If you have a straight ladder, you have a, a ladder which is straight, then Mamait, um, it counts it counts as um, as a, as an access to the wall, and Gemara. This is what I heard from my teachers. time. I don't know the reason why it works, but I know that it works because this is what I heard from my teachers. So I'm a Shmuel. Shmuel answered him. Rav doesn't know. Rav doesn't know why. What what is the reason? Midi the Hava. Yes, because Rav just said before that he heard it from his rabbis, but he does he doesn't know. He doesn't know the reason behind it. Rab doesn't know the reason why if you have a ladder, even though it's not comfortable to go on because it's straight, then um, it's still halachli kosher. It's the same case of a itzdabagab itzdabagab. We done yesterday in the in last, last Amut. And if a person sticks two itzdabas, um, the person sticks two uh, stools on top of each other, even though it's not comfortable to go one on top of the other, but it's still, since you're still able to access, so it still works. So just like the din of Itzbah, Agab Itzbah works, because you don't need to have easy access. So too, in our case, even though the ladder is strange, it still works. And that's the reasoning why it would work. Now the Gemara goes into different um, technicalities of um, what works to make a wall um, accessible. Amar Rabba, Amar Rabchia. Kalim, All the palm trees in Bavel, don't need to be connected to the ground. We learned yesterday about a case that a person has a pit um, and he wants the pit is 10 fucking deep and he wants to use the pit uh, since it's 10 fucking deep. It's a, it's, a, it's a separation between um, it's a separation between both fields and he wants to, so he wants to basically fill up the pits. What does he do over there? He sticks, uh, he sticks storage, he sticks ladders there and he sticks uh, palm trees there. So the Gemara said yesterday that Things that are able to be carried on Shabbos, I mean, you're able to take them away on Shabbos, so they don't work to fill up the pit. They don't work to halachically fill up the pit, so there won't be any, any separation because you could take them away. So the Gemara is saying now, if you have, if you fill up, if you fill up a pit with, um, or even if you have a, a ladder of of of, of, of palm trees from Bava, which are ain't uh, so they don't have to be connected to the ground. Even if you're able to take them away on Shabbos, that's not kosher. Why? My time, or why not? What, what's the reason? Because since they're so heavy, so you can't carry them anyway. And since you can't carry them anyway, so um, so they don't have to be actually connected to the ground. But Rav Yosef, Amar Rav Rav Yosef says in the name of Rav Yishaya, Sulam the ladders in Babel, don't have to be connected to the ground. Meaning even if you don't have a fixed-in ladder to the wall, it's still counted as a permanent access. Why? My time or okay, don't come out from the same thing as you said before. Since they're so heavy, so people don't usually carry them around. So, so once once you put it there, it's going to stay there, and it's not going to go. Um, you're not going to take away on Shabbos. Man, the Amar Sulama is the one. The opinion which Ravisha we said before, who said that 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 ladders are so heavy. for sure. Palm trees, because palm trees are heavier than ladders. Ladders already uh, cut up. It's not a full tree. Uh, it's not a full piece of wood. But palm trees is a is for sure it's for sure heavier. So therefore, if you say palm ladders works, then for sure palm trees works. But the opinion that says Kalim, the opinion that says that since palm trees are heavier, people don't carry them. Abu Salamis, like we don't know that you can't learn out from him from him what his opinion regarding ladders, because ladders are usually lighter than palm trees. So it could be 
that by ladders he would um, he would argue. Mar finishes off the, with one small shtickle. Ba Sulam Mikan, the Sulam Mikan, the Kashrin If a person has a ladder on one side, a ladder on the right side, a ladder on the left side, and in the middle he puts um, the very thin ladders, in the middle he puts straw, meaning he puts like fake steps um, of straw. Mao, what is the din? Let me see if we can find a picture over here. Um, here's a picture. So as you can see over here, there's a ladder on one side, a ladder on the other side. And to connect both ladders, he puts um, makeshift steps, makeshift steps of straw. So we said before yesterday that the ladder has to be four fucking wide. So in our case, the question is, does the straw in the middle count to make to uh, to, to complete the shear of four fucking? Mouse, what's it in? Amalays, Rabba answered Rabbi Yosef. It's not kosher. Why is it not kosher? Because ain kafaregal elabahem. Person, a person is very wouldn't want to step on a straw brick, on a straw um, on a straw rung of a ladder. So since he wouldn't step on a straw a straw rung of a ladder, that part of the ladder is basically useless. So therefore, it doesn't count the shear to be mashlim to complete four tvachim. But if you do it the other way around, kashin mikan, the kashin mikan, you put straw on both sides, the sulam beemtza. Put straw on both sides. Let's see if we can have a picture over here. As you can see, on one side is a, a straw, straw bricks, and the middle, only the middle has wooden bricks. So what would be the din over there? So he told him, since in the middle of the ladder, you're able to go up, meaning you're able to use the middle of the ladder, because the middle of the ladder is wooden bricks. So since you're able to use the middle of the ladder, so it's um it's actually counted as um a good enough ladder um because a person usually uses the middle of the ladder and he, he can use the straw as support for his hands but in the other case you said before that the that the straw was in the middle so a person's not going to climb up a ladder which uh, doesn't have any support so therefore it will not be kosher to make the wall accessible okay we're going to stop over here this is the bottom of ein ches amad aleph I'm going to start tomorrow for my interest. I'm at base. Ah. Have a good night. All right. Thank you.